welcome to Grace Life Church Podcast. If you would like any more information about us, please visit our website, gracelife.com.au. One more time for Pastor Alex as he comes to minister. We love you, man. Didn't he do so well yesterday? Man, I got so much out of his, out of his word yesterday. What a privilege. What a treat. In Africa, we start by blowing the mic to just check if it's... Uh... Greetings to everyone. I'm so happy to be here this morning. And I pray that God is going to bless you through what he has prepared for us. A few days I'm here, I don't feel at home. I'm at home. Someone told me feelings come and go, depending on what you've eaten. <laughs> but I'm home, and I'm enjoying every moment that I'm here. I want to thank you so much for the church. And also, let me acknowledge the presence of Pastor Patrick and Mama Jide. These people did a lot for me to be here. Like I shared yesterday, it wasn't easy for me to just accept and be part of Grace Life. By the way, even when they came, I kept running away. And giving excuses until at the right time, God said, this is it. So thank you so much for your sacrifice and your time. May God bless you. Let's go straight into the word of God this morning. We'll start with the book of Matthew and chapter 5. We'll read from verse 14. Matthew chapter 5. And from verse 14, from verse 1, you, this is one of the common sermons. You've heard sermons on the mountain, but I'm more interested in verse 14 today for sake of what we are saying. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people's light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Just give, look at your neighbor and tell them, let your light shine. I can't hear you. Let your light shine. Please, if I do something that you are not used to, bear with me. Um, this is my first time to be in Australia. We do things differently there, and I'll do exactly what we do there. <laughs> Bear with me. So talk to your neighbor and tell them you are the light. Let your light shine. Praise the Lord. Chapter, uh, Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you. We want to give you praise this morning. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity that you've given unto us to sit in your presence 
and to receive your word. We thank you that this is a good reminder for us as you've called us the light of this world. So we pray that as we receive this word, may that light shine to the glory of your name. So Holy Spirit, we pray that take over this time. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. We said from yesterday, for the sake of those who are not here yesterday, that we are here for a purpose. God created you for a purpose. There's a purpose why you are on this earth. And the best thing any one of us can do is to understand God's purpose for your life. The only way to experience the love, the power, and everything that God has in store for us is when you understand your purpose. In fact, someone told me, if you don't understand your purpose, someone will use you to fulfill their purpose. And you see, if you look at my... What I have in my hands here, it's made for a purpose. If I don't understand the use, I can use it to put anything there. By the way, I have plenty of things here. It's a purpose. Because I have sweets in here. And I can start distributing these sweets everywhere. But this is not the purpose for this thing. There's a purpose. The shape, the design is according to the purpose. And when you understand this, you, you, you know that God, when he created you and me in his image, in his likeness, we are all shaped the way we are shaped. We look the way we look because of that purpose. And Jesus did this. He came, the light of this world, he came down to show us that purpose. Uncle Barney, help me with that. Uh... So, Jesus came to fix what this was intended for, to carry this light. And the reason we are on this earth is to carry that light. And he says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, you are the light of this world. The reason we live on this earth is to express who Jesus is to this world. The light of the world came, and he came, and he came in us that we may show this light into the world because the world is in darkness. Uh, this is what the book of uh, Isaiah, chapter 60 says, Rise and shine. And he says, See darkness, in verse 2, covers the earth. When you look at what is happening right now in the world, you understand why Jesus wants us to shine. It's getting darker and darker every day. Things are getting 
worse everywhere, every day. The problems you have in Australia, the problems we have in Africa, whichever continent, whichever place you may go to, problems are problems. And it's getting worse every day. This world is becoming uncertain every day. In my life, from the time I gave my life to the Lord Jesus, I didn't know that one day a church can be closed and people can be stopped from going to church. We thought we had everything as a church until they said lockdown. No church. Almost four months, no church. And look at the outcome of that lockdown. We lost almost half the number of people. It's getting worse every day. And if we don't rise and shine, we don't know what is coming tomorrow. The enemy is busy strategizing, is busy coming up with many ways of fighting, and the target is the church. Because the church is the only institution or a place where there is light. And when I talk about the church, I'm not looking at the building. I'm talking about you and me. We are the only ones who have Jesus in our lives. And Jesus says, go and shine. The devil fights in the darkness, and he knows that as long as there is light, he will be exposed. And that's why he's doing everything possible to put that light off. And this is why the church is in trouble. And this is why we are in trouble. It is time, beloved, for the church to move from comfort zone to combat zone because the battle is real. You see, to just give you an example of what happened in our, in our country, where during the time of lockdown, all other places were open. The markets were open. The drinking places were open. Only the church was closed. When we made a bit of noise, they gave one hour to the church, four hours to drinking places. Why the church? Every other place open, but why the church? You must have eyes to see. The book of Isaiah says, see. <laughs> you must see what is happening. If you can't see, sorry, you may miss it. He says, see, darkness covers the earth. You remember what the, the same book of Isaiah says? In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Our eyes must be opened that we may what? See what is happening in the world today. It is not as it looks on the outside. I shared yesterday how the enemy is scheming. And doing it in such a way that if we are not careful, we are actually helping the devil. Let me just mention three points from this uh, point, uh, scriptures that we have read. Why we need to rise and shine. Why does Jesus say, rise and shine? Why does the Bible say, rise and shine? And number one, we need to expose the schemes of the devil. We need to 
speak out the truth and bring out everything that is hidden. Look, we know that the sin is the entrance to everything. And what the devil is doing right now is to remove the word sin from our vocabulary. In fact, this time, don't talk about sin. Because the strategy that the devil is using is to be okay. There should be no sin. Everyone is okay. They are free. It is my freedom. It's my right. But what is he doing? He's using that as a door because sin is sin. From Genesis to Revelation, sin is sin. Even when we give it a different word to cover it up, the devil is gaining entrance. So we choose what we want. And that's why he says, rise and shine. Let's continue speaking out the truth to our children, to everyone. Anyone must know what sin is. I'm not talking about condemning or judging, but I'm talking about calling sin, sin. If I'm caught up in a sin, I don't need to be comforted. I need to be helped to repent. That is the way to freedom. But the world wants us to be okay because the devil knows as long as you keep sin, you're going to self-guilty, you're going to self-rejection, and the strategy is to isolate you from the rest to a place where he can deal with you. Remember, the thief comes, comes only to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. So we need to expose whatever the devil is doing. You know, you know the Pharisees at one time they caught a woman in adultery and they exposed her sin. But thank God they exposed it to the right person. <laughs> they go to Jesus. We have caught this woman. And the Bible says everyone was ready to see what Jesus would say. Were there stones ready to kill that woman? And Jesus, looking at them, wrote down and said to them, if anyone has not sinned, be the first one to throw a stone. One by one, from the youngest to the oldest, they all went away. In short, they were all guilty of the sins they committed. But look at what Jesus did. He never condemned. He showed that way. And this is the place for the church. Sin is on an increase now. It is the church that needs to shine to rise and say this is the way. It is the only way we are going to help and it's the only way we are going to save this world. If we don't do that, beloved, there's a strategy to wipe out church. And if church is gone, look at what the Bible says in, uh, in, in Judges chapter 2 and verse 10. Let me just read that verse with you. On the screen, chapter 2, verse 10. All right. After that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Go on. 
Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and saved the bounds. The next one. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the peoples around them. They aroused the Lord's anger. If you read that scripture 20 years ago, you may not get the feeling behind it. But if you read it today and you see what is happening, you will understand that the battle is real. That's how we need to rise and shine. In every culture, in every place, the strategy is to steal, kill, and destroy. Your battles may be different from our battles, but the devil's one strategy. Steal, kill, and destroy. And that's why we need to fight. We need to expose all the schemes of the devil. The schemes of, of pride, we need to expose them. And, and help save the next generation. The other reason why we need to rise and shine is because light, this is why in the dark you light up, maybe it's a torch or what, you put it in front of you to guide you, to show the way. And so we are here to give guidance to the world. Believers must lead the way. In everything. The world is supposed to look to the church. The world is supposed to look to us. Because the Bible says, rise and shine. All institutions are supposed to look to the church. But the church today is being looked down on. Why? Because we are not shining enough. There are many voices that are talking. You see, I have light here. What the enemy is doing because he knows what light can do is to cover it. And many of us, the church today may carry that light, but it is covered. The world can't see it. And this is done in many ways. I mentioned yesterday one of the biggest uh, instrument that is used is education. I'm not saying education is bad, but I'm saying that it is done in such a way that God is erased from our minds. And this is why we need to guide our children. We need to guide everyone that in all our getting, get wisdom. I know your situation is different from us, Thank God I come from a country which is a, a Christian country. And we can preach even in schools. But even when you go there, you see the resistance. Because the devil knows when you get children, when they are too young, then the whole generation is disturbed. Those of you who've been, who have lived longer than others, you understand that the times are not the same. When you were young, and what is happening now, the system is different. So this is why we need to show the way. We need to show the way. How do we show the way? We must listen to the voice of God. What is God saying at such a time? And it's not easy to listen to the voice of God because there are many voices 
that are talking right there. Psychologists are saying things. Philosophers are saying things. Scientists are saying things. Everyone is talking. Depending to where your ears are tuned, that's what will shape your, your life and what you follow. Social media is talking. And the devil knows that once I say something and it goes in the minds, it's easy for someone to believe me. You see, there's something about our minds. You can be seated here, but your mind is home. <laughs> so your body is here, but the mind is not here. Other guy is happy with that. Once he gets hold of the mind, and this is why we need to rise up on the church, I mean as a church, and help and give guidance. What is it that people should listen to? What is it that people should yeah, pay attention to? So we need to give that guidance. We need to invest in the knowledge. Knowledge is power. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. You know that believers have answers for everything that is happening in the world. There's nothing strange because everything is written in the Bible. If anything, the world out there, the scientists are supposed to come and consult the church. We have a strange disease. What do we do? Because the Bible says in the last days, there will be sicknesses and disease, incurable diseases. So there's nothing that should scare us. But instead, because we are not in the world, we listen to the world. And the world is now calling shots for us. And we are dancing to their tune. In dancing to their tune, don't forget one thing. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Look, today now, we, the church is becoming smaller and smaller because through technology, People, the, the devil has said, it's okay, you can have church at home. You don't need to go where everyone is going. Good. Technology is good. But let me tell you something. The Bible says, don't give up the gathering of together. As some are in the habit of doing. So the Bible actually even speaks that others will stop. Because they are in the habit of doing that. You've been seeing me, some of you through the screen there, but the feeling is different now that I'm here. It's different. You can listen to a message, you can follow anything on television, what, but the feeling is different when you are here. Because here, there, we are bonding with one another because church is about family. And we are a family. And the devil knows as long as we remain a family, we are strong. And he wants to destroy that bond. As long as you are alone, you are weak. You can only fight that much. But when we are together, we can put up a big fight. And he knows that. And so he wants to break the bonds. This is why one of the things that we are losing every day now is a family bond. 
Not only in church, even in our families. Check what is happening there. Many people are losing. We are losing that because the devil wants you and me isolated so that he can put up a fight. So the church is here to expose that scheme. You know the benefit, the importance of family. And we must keep our family unit together. We must fight that we don't lose it. You see, sometimes back in Africa, we had no street kids. We had no orphans. Sometime back. Today, one of the biggest problems that we have is orphans everywhere, street kids everywhere. But before that, it was not there. Where did it come from? Because when we are young, my children will call my brother dad. They will not say uncle. In fact, in our families, if you say my cousin, my first cousin, it was a serious, there will be a serious meeting for you. Don't dare say that. We are brothers and sisters. When food is served, there was no side plate. Everyone, there's one big pot for our, our food is Shima there. One big plate for Shima. One big plate for Redish. And you all wash from one dish. So if you are the last one, you actually see how the water is changing. <laughs> and you know you are next in that water. Then you all sit around. And you eat from there. But here's one thing. That kept us together. We were a family. Everyone would take care of someone. Everyone would show love to everyone. The enemy comes in and this division starts to come. Everyone on their own. Everyone, we start now using words like, he's a burden to me. She's a burden to me. Burden, burden. We forget Jesus says, cast all your burdens unto me. And because of that, we've lost it. Now you can have streets, children on the streets. Ask them, they are families. But because someone says, this is not my line, this is not my line, and we are losing it. And so I don't know how the enemy is using, what scheme is using to divide families there. I'm yet to find out from Uncle Bunny, but I've just told you how it's happening out there. But we are losing that family unit. The devil is happy to do that. Jesus says, rise and shine. If we are going to make a church, we must be a family. We must be a team. We must fight together. Let's not be cheated by social media that as long as I can call or I can interact on Facebook, that is not enough. You will not feel how I feel on Facebook. You will not feel how I feel on WhatsApp. This is why we are having so many problems today because people have nowhere to express their problems. And that's the weapon the enemy is using against church. The last thing that I want to talk about here from the, the scriptures that we are looking is that light, why we need to shine is because light gives life. Nothing survives without light. That's why the devil wants to cover it. 
light gives life. We are here to stand up and give life to this dying world. The world needs help. In the church, that is you and me, we are here to provide that help. There are many people that are dying in isolation. You see, when I check in our country, and now I get the same things even here, it's everywhere. Problems are everywhere, like I've said. We are getting so many cases of suicide going up now. Young people. Young people. Suicide. Addiction. Drug, drug addictions and all these things. I'm teaching at a boarding school. Now we are having kids who can jump in the night over the fence. These are below 18 years to go and look for drugs. To go and look for something to drink. I remember one time I was called to sit in a disciplinary committee because they said, we want you to offer counsel now. Because the school has punished, we punish there. We beat where it come from. You, you, you don't do those things here, but they happen there. Yeah, yes, yeah. We, still, we do every kind of punishment to just help. But you see, the school reached the stage where the school got so tired. You give this punishment, they started giving transfer requests to students to leave the school until the principal said, this is not a solution. Sit down, pastor. We want you to counsel these children. And in sitting down, you learn a lot from these children. A lot of them are going through depression. I didn't know to what extent. I thought depression was for big people. But this experience now has taught me that even young ones are depressed. And one of the biggest reasons is, is because we are absent parents. We are not there. And you talk, for example, this young guy was caught smoking dagger and... In a normal sense, when you catch them, you expect them to refuse. You know, they, but this young man just said, treat me like you can treat any person. I am cute. Yes, I smoke dark. You ask him why, he says, because of depression. Try to check where he, came from, where he was coming from. The result was something else. The absence of parents. This is where church comes in. And this is where you come in. This world is going. Most of those people you see drinking, uh, the drug addicts, and all these things. These were the cases of depression, mental health. They are on the increase because the devil is skimmed it. And one way is to detach people from church. Let's be there to give life. Let's be there to give hope. Jesus in us is the hope for the world. That's why the Bible says, rise and shine. Check where you are coming from. Check what is happening in the world and see what solution can be provided through you. And this is the only way to do it. Rise and shine.
that joy, that peace of mind that you have, others do not have it. That peace that flows in our hearts. Like the Bible says, I bless you with peace. That surpasses what? Human understanding. Because you and me are wired for everything. Our Lord and Savior Jesus said, In this world you have trouble, but put your trust in me. This is the secret which the world doesn't know. They are focusing on the problems, and they've missed it. But we focus on Jesus Christ, and that's how we have joy and we have peace in our hearts. But the Bible says, rise and shine. May the glory of the Lord shine upon you this morning. He says, see, darkness covers the earth. Look, like we, uh, we heard from the exhortation, when you look at what is happening, all these wars that are happening, you and me are the solution. We can get on our knees. We can pray. We can believe God to break, uh, to come through. But if we don't pray, nothing will happen. God is counting on you and me. Whatever is happening right now, see what the Bible says. If my people, not the world, but if my people who are called by my name. Who are these people? You and me. If my people are called by my name, who humble themselves, if only they will pray, turn away from their wicked ways, then the Lord says, then I will heal their land. If you and me can get on our knees, if you and me can take our position, this world is a safe place for everyone. As long as the devil pushes us in the corner every day, getting smaller every day, the world is unsafe. The world has nowhere to tend to. You are the light of this world. The Bible says, rise and shine. Let men see that light. And, and look at, I love how the book of Matthew concludes on that word. Let me read it again, then I close. Look at what it says again uh, in verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before men. Christianity is not religion. <laughs> Christianity is a relationship with Christ. Hallelujah. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds, not for your glory. But the Bible says, and praise your Father in heaven. It's not because of my efforts. It's not because of my strength. It's because... God has chosen me to express his glory to this world. And all I have to do is to just leave it out for him. And he takes the glory. Let them see that light. Then they will know there's Christ. Acts chapter 4 verse 13 says it. When Peter came before these men, the Sanhedrin and all the leaders that time, 
The Bible says, when they saw the courage, the boldness of this man, they said, they took notice. He's been with Jesus. He's been with Jesus. Do you know what gives me courage to talk to you for the first time I'm coming here like this? Jesus. It's Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And let people see that Jesus in you. The world is dying to see Jesus and what Jesus can do today. Hallelujah. Let's just pray together. Just close your eyes for a moment. I want you to sing through this song prayerfully. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast from Grace Life Church. For more information about us or any of our services, please visit our website at gracelife.com.au.